Tipping her bifocals down, President York looked up from the mass of papers on her desk in the Oval Office. Before her stood a lanky man in a formal business suit, white hair and blue eyes staring back. No, George, she said, rubbing her eyes. A crazy week. I'm sorry about the Senate vote. It's a slap in the face to me that they held it up as long as they did. In the end, it wasn't even close. You deserved better. George Tews nodded. Homeland security is a macho position. They don't want some academic heading it. But it's done. Onward. Onward indeed, George, she said, gesturing to her desk. Two's motioned to leave but caught himself, turning back to the president. It was something today, Elaine. I remember when Obama was sworn in. First African-American president. Now this. No one will forget your speech. It will be in the history books. We've come a long way, baby. But if I hadn't been in boots and fatigues, wouldn't have scratched that glass ceiling. So much fear out there. They don't care if you've got a law degree from Harvard, served in the Senate ten years, hell, even that your daddy was in that chamber. People need daddy in the White House. Richard was a genius to use my military photos so much in the campaign. I think I ran mostly as a soldier. We have a large base, a strong one, and we'll use that, don't you worry. We just had to convince enough fence-sitters, and we did. Congratulations, Ms. President. You've earned it. He smiled and closed the door behind him as he left. York watched him exit the White House and stepped toward a black town car idling in the driveway. It was good to have such loyal supporters early on. If you didn't, when things got rough, you were in trouble. And Elaine York didn't fool herself. In this business, sooner or later, things always got rough. A large phone at the far end of the desk vibrated. You're kidding me. York stared dumbfounded. The device was a military-grade smartphone, a one-of-a-kind custom gadget with cutting-edge voice and data encryption designed specifically for one job, to serve as the president's communication device of convenience for hotline calls. Hotline calls. More than 20 bilateral hotlines existed between the United States and other nations. The famous Russian hotline was complemented with many, spanning allies in Europe to frenemies in Asia and the Middle East. The phone was not supposed to buzz except when the White House Communications Agency had received and was routing a call from one of these nations' leaders. York felt the weight of her office descend like a mountain on her shoulders. She grabbed the device and keyed in her unique code. President Elaine York on direct link. Static only. York engaged several additional security clearance codes. Nothing. Her heart began to pound. They checked this line every hour of every day. How could it be malfunctioning? A pop of static startled her. A man's voice spoke. President York, it is so good to finally be able to speak with you. York felt cold. She had run simulations with the hotline communication system. Procedures were followed, protocols in place. She should be speaking with White House Communications. She should be briefed and transferred to the incoming hotline call. What the hell was happening? Please, don't be alarmed. Who is this? You aren't WHCA. No, we are not. We are not a formal part of the U.S. government, or any government. York stared slack-jawed for a moment. How the hell did you get this number? Who are you? The answers to both questions are intertwined. You need to discover those answers before your presidency continues much further. Look, I don't know what the... 
there is someone waiting for you underground, at the new CogCon line. I think that he will pique your curiosity. How do you know? We know, and we have access, which should tell you all you need to know. York blinked. You have access to the train line? Rest assured, Miss York, your gleaming new railway is still a secret, known only to the proper governmental agencies and our group. Who are you? It is best we explain in a different setting. Why should I trust this? You could be luring me into a trap. I'm going to call friendly fire, Ms. President. Her face paled. Elaine York stared forward wildly and swallowed. What did you say? Battle of Gofji. Terrible accident. Was it 11 servicemen died? You were assigned to that unit, weren't you?